0: Give a little time for the child within you Don't be afraid to be young and free Undo the locks and throw away the keys And take off your shoes and socks and run you
1: Hey, Jordan, Jesse, go listeners. This week's show was recorded live on stage at the Hollywood Theater in Portland, Oregon. We were so grateful to Portland for hosting us. I just want to make one quick announcement before we go to this stage and our show with Corin Tucker of Slater-Kinney. That is this. If you are in Copenhagen or Copenhagen, however that word is pronounced, if you are in that city or environs come to a meetup with me because i literally don't know anyone in that entire city and i'm going to be there for like five days uh this meetup is going to be at a place called copenhagen street food it was suggested to me by uh uh the world famous dave shumka's aunt sheila uh who lives in scandinavia and um uh, we're going to meet up At Copenhagen Street Food by the uh, fireplace, which is right near the entrance. I can't tell exactly how big this place is, um, but, you know, we're going to do what we can. And that is going to be at 5 p.m., 17 o'clock, as you say, in Europe, uh, on Sunday, September 20th. Sunday the 20th in Copenhagen at Copenhagen Street Food. The website for Copenhagen Street Food is dk. I hope that some people come to this, because otherwise it will just be me sitting there while attractive Scandinavian people look at me confused and a little sad. Anyway, let's go to the stage of the Hollywood Theater and Jordan Jesse Go live in Portland. Mr. Morris, how are you, sir? Portland, Oregon, how are you? Looking very nice this evening.
0: Very nice. I should uh, mention for the, uh, for the home listener uh, that we are doing this uh, in a movie theater. This is usually a movie theater. Movie. Does anyone here, did anyone think they were buying tickets to Straight out of Compton? <laughs> <laughs> if so, we're sorry. <laughs> we don't have that kind of charisma. I wish. I wish. Um, yeah, tripped a little bit going up the stage. Anybody see that? Uh, you were periscoping that, I hope, right?
1: <laughs>
0: Check out this asshole. I'm, uh, I mean, you know, when in Rome, uh, Portland is a big, big craft beer city, so I just cracked open a Miller High Life. <laughs> some cheers, some booze. <laughs> what you yelled something specific, ma'am? What did you yell? Oh, the yeah, you were just yelling the Miller High Life slogan. I, I mean, she's right. That is the Miller High Life slogan, to her credit.
1: <laughs> I mean, it would have been weird if, if she had yelled, like, proud to be your
0: bud. <laughs> sure. <laughs> or, what's up? <laughs> that would have been fun. That would have been cool. That would have been If really anybody, fun. at any point in the show, just finds something particularly delightful and wants to yell, what's up, I'm all for it. Um, I'm against it. I want to be <laughs> clear; it would mess oh, up the
1: show. No, yeah, <laughs> we are trying to do an actual show to some extent. Sure. To a moderate. Oh, do you want to do? So here's the thing. Like we, like I, I know that Portland has had, uh, you know, Portland's had a real population boom, especially of, you know, young creative types um, like yourselves. Uh, I'm sure. I'm sure a lot of people here have mixed feelings, people moving up from California and stuff like that. And one of the reasons that I hear that that's such a problem is because, you know, there are more people want to live in Portland than there are jobs. Um, so we actually got together with Willamette Weekly, let's say. Um, is that something? Yeah, all right. You know, don't think I did research ahead of time. Somehow, deep in my mind, is the name of every alternative newspaper in the America... Um, yeah, we, we got together... I'm glad to know the premise for this bit is airtight. <laughs> we got together with, I guess, it Weekly. That's the one. Um... Uh, with the idea that we could share you know they asked us to share a few of the want ads from there you know especially since Craigslist has been around it's really hard to have revenue source from uh, want ads but you know one of the nice things that they can offer is that when podcasts are in town they do allow people to do quick want ad announcements on the podcasts um, that entertain you know it's fun and entertaining for the crowd they might get a job out of it and you know we, we get paid I mean that's basically how we make our money
0: um, so, is, it, is anybody here actually
1: looking for a job? Any unemployed person? This young woman is looking for a job. Should not have bought that Max Fun T-shirt. That was a waste of your money. <laughs> uh, this this gentleman it, down here is unemployed. He's wearing a NASA T-shirt because dress for the job you
0: want, not the job you have. <laughs> Don't do it half-assed, man. Just go full spacesuit. <laughs> just walk around in a fucking astronaut outfit. By the way, Until they just shoot you up there.
1: By the way, if you think that the job he wants is like a rocket scientist, you're mistaken. He wants to be a space monkey. <laughs> oh, sure. One of those monkeys. Uh, so we yeah, sure, uh, we'll,
0: we'll, we'll get the show started more properly in a minute. But just here's a few uh, want ads for the Portland area. Uh, here's a good one. Uh, barista wanted... Female, ages 20 to 30. 25 years experience required. Should be serious about coffee. Drip and cold brew only. No jokers, no goofers, no chai bullshit. Acceptable first names include Piston, Sasquatch, Stephen Malcolmus, Hawk, Eagle, Falcon. Falcon should be spelled with a K. Must always be making this face. Jordan, that's not, I think you misread that. It should always be making this face. No, no, I think we have different copy here because mine clearly says this face. Jordan, give me a break. Okay, <laughs> that was a fun bit, huh? Yeah, the, the,
1: uh, there's that physical comedy will go over well on this audio podcast. Oh, here's one. Here's one for advertising creative. Anybody here work in advertising? Anybody at Wyden Kennedy? One guy, okay. Um, seeking industry, dis- industry disruptor, blue sky solutions in a customer-centric silo, next-level brand optimizations, brain towering, laser demo targeting, poop play optional, ball torture a must, cuckold sought, adult babies preferred, wah-wah, mommy changey, big boom boom in die-die.
0: Uh, here's a good one vape shop (laughs) attendant. master's degree required (laughs) PhD preferred five years experience in Latin or Greek please include professional and academic societies and major publications nah we just playin just be a chill dude who can give my cousin a ride sometimes he got a DUI Um, here's one for a
1: fourth member of Slater Kinney Um, Seeking fourth member for acclaimed rock group. Dudes
0: only throwing curveballs here. Uh, Here's one. Rescue dog attendant. Positive reinforcement only. No click training, no tethers, no harsh vibes. Remember, dogs are pack animals. Must be willing to identify top dog, pursue its wildest whims and desires. Let's be clear, you work for the dogs. They own you. If a dog... (laughs) Want you to wreck your car, wreck your car. If a dog wants you to leave your wife, leave your wife. If the dog wants to be president, you form an exploratory exploratory committee. Hashtag who rescued who.
1: This is a good one for Portland. Beard oil salesman.
0: And then the ad just says, we take all comers, this shit sells itself. And uh, finally, one more. Here's for your musician. Uh, Drummer Wanted should be proficient in all genres, from soft acoustic indie rock to gentle acoustic folk rock. (laughs) Must-own drums, two guitars, one bass, several vocal vocal microphones. We can provide pens, 97 Subaru Legacy Wagon, and upcycled scarves. (laughs) What are your influences? Ours include Stephen Malcolmus and the Jicks, Stephen Malcolmus' solo, and Pavement. (laughs) Portland wannads, everybody. Portland one-heads.
1: Um I feel like I had a real magical Portland thing happen to me. I, I came up. I was actually in Portland a couple weeks ago, and I flew up, and I was in the aisle seat on the airplane. Uh, there was like a giant bro in the middle seat, and then there was this sort of uh, attractive, kind of indie rock-looking lady in the window seat, and I took I took notice of this lady. Um, not in a weird way. <laughs> anyway, I took notice of this lady, and she's sitting there, and she's, like, working on her, she's working on her laptop, right? And I, I, I couldn't help but notice, again, like, totally not in a weird way, but I couldn't help but notice what was going on on the screen of her laptop. And, like, I want to be clear, it's about a two-and-a-half, three-hour flight, So, like, of that, you know, you got 15 minutes for landing, 15. So, this pretty much two solid hours was, uh, this was going on. Um, she had gotten the in-flight Wi-Fi and was just... Go-go in-flight? Yeah, go-go in-flight. You got
0: it. Uh, I also get a kickback from them. Yeah. Uh... Hey, guys, do you want expensive, bad internet while you fly? (laughs) Um, and
1: but like literally she had this lap and again like attractive indie rock woman I'm gonna say 29 years old uh, and the entire flight she was flipping through google image search for juggalos
0: so this woman was down with the clown till she's buried in the ground <laughs> one can only presume so
1: like I'm thinking, like, is this, like... My first thought was that this was one of those things where, like... You know how a salesman will die and then at the funeral,
0: his main family finds out that he had another family in Kansas City? Uh, So you think this woman has one life in Portland as a, you know, chic, you know, glasses-wearing Etsy store... Salesperson. And then
1: she flies down to LA, hits the Inland Empire, and like <laughs> Eiffel Tower with a couple
0: of clown dudes. Yeah.
1: <laughs> um, One so, can only presume. So here's the thing. So, like, I want to say to her, ma'am, I can't help but notice that your screen is dominated by photographs of jugglos, those who are down with the clown. <laughs> But there's two things going on here. One of the things is, like I said, kind of a good-looking lady, and I wasn't sure how to talk to her. Like I felt like I felt like a creepo talking to her on it. Like I feel like a creepo talking to anybody on an airplane. But if it's like a pretty lady, I feel like she's just going to be like, "What is this asshole with this? You know, what is this creepy bald beardo
0: talking to me about?" You know, I can't help but notice your seat back doesn't have a copy of Horizons, the in-flight magazine. (laughs) Here, take mine. It's got an article on cool summer beach reads. <laughs> Horizons, the official in fright magazine of Alaska Airways.
1: The, so the other thing... <laughs> <laughs> the other issue... Jordan gets five bucks for that. Every time he mentions Horizons. I have a lot
0: of plugs to sneak in during this show. <laughs> so
1: the other issue that was going on for me was there was this giant jock dude in between the two of us and, um, look, I mean, I'm not saying, um, I'm not saying I'm not a jock, you know?
0: Like, granted, I've got an athletic physique. Quads, delts, lats. You got it. Glutes. Mm-hmm. Deschutes. Other muscle names.
1: <laughs> um, uh, but like, you know, I'm artsy. You know what I mean? I don't want to cross this guy, and also I don't want to talk to this guy. (laughs) So I'm keep I'm like sitting there for two hours trying to come up, and she's doing it the entire time. Like I do not, I cannot emphasize enough. She's focused, like how much she is looking at pictures of juggalos, (laughs) just scrolling through them. And I'm like, what is this about? And like all I can think is sex
0: thing. Pornography doesn't have to be just. Videos of people having sex that's it can fair. just be whatever turns you on, yeah I Sometimes mean a lot of women are, are into rappers. stories and
1: fantasies more sure. than they are
0: the act of pe- watching the
1: act of penetration
0: so you know, Jesse, you know a lot about a woman 's heart <laughs> I do I do. Can we skip stones later you can just
1: <laughs> Help me out with some wisdom. Welcome to tuesday's with jesse i 'm Jesse Thorne. <laughs> um, so. I'm like trying to figure out how I could talk to her when she's two people away. Like if she was next to me, I feel like I could be like, "Juggalos,
0: huh? You know what I mean?" Like, I mean, I think you could just open it up as like a discussion for the whole seat. You know, it can just start somewhere (laughs) casual. Like, "Hey guys, fucking magnets. How do they work?" (laughs) And then I thought about, I seriously, I seriously, and then just (laughs) it starts an organic conversation. I thought about, like, what
1: if I pressed my, like, flight attendant call button, and then the flight attendant comes, and I said, I'm sorry, ma'am, to bother you, but is there anyone on the plane who's down with the clown? (laughs) Could you make an announcement? Um, so I felt like I couldn't talk to this woman, and it was burning me up inside. Like, I'm trying to watch American Pickers on my Microsoft Surface, and I keep looking over, and I'm like, she's still looking at Juggalo, still looking at Juggalo pictures. But here's here's the insight I had. So she had attached to her laptop an external hard drive. There was a piece of masking tape on it. And so like the non-creepy person that I am, I noticed that there was a name written on the masking tape. (laughs) And I said to myself, this, not talking to another human being, is the key to this puzzle. (laughs) And I was like, I, th- I knew that's going to be the answer. So I'm trying to commit it to memory, which is very difficult for me. And we finally land, because I didn't want to spring for the go-go in-flight internet. You know, I'm no... Well, robber- you should have. It's bad and expensive. <laughs> I finally got down to the ground, and I'm like, okay, I have to Google this woman's name, because this is going to answer my question. She's going to be like the president of publicity for... Juggalos Incorporated, <laughs> the American Juggalo Society. <laughs> Which, by the way, uh, if anybody's a member of AJS, ten percent off your tickets next time around. <laughs> um, uh, but like, I had to, I had to. But then I realized, like, you know, like the part of the flight, I didn't think I could remember her name long enough to get all the way off of the airplane, like into the terminal. I was only barely holding into my head. So I'm like, I have to type this into my phone now, but I have to do it slick enough that she doesn't see that I'm some kind of monster person <laughs> who's Googling the name of a person sitting three feet away from her because he saw it written on isn't some this, masking tape. Isn't this
0: a plot of the recent Liam Neeson movie? <laughs> This is, this is gonna basically have to fight a fight this woman in the plot of
1: strangers on a train. Sure. I had a person that she didn't know that I wanted murdered. Right. Yeah, the old crisscross, sure. Um, anyway, I Googled it, and she's the costume designer on Portlandia. Spoiler alert for next season, guys.
0: <laughs> uh, I also uh, had, a, had a fun flight experience coming up here. Uh, I was sitting next to a man who I would describe as a normal man. Like, <laughs> you know, when we're all dead and gone and, you know, aliens want to, like, look up white guy, it would just be this guy. Like, <laughs> a, little, a little, like, bigger than your average white guy, but just a guy, t-shirt, jeans, baseball cap, had some sweet Oakleys on the baseball cap. Um, but not a guy you would notice in any way. And we were, I was sitting in the very, very back by the bathroom, and for some reason, Alaska Airlines... Thinks that's so unpleasant that they give you a free drink, uh, which is a nice policy. So uh, I think everybody in our seat took him up on it. And we all three get these, you know, little airline cocktails. And this guy, after he takes every sip, does some sort of exclamation. And it's different every time. started out with, like he couldn't believe what he just drank. You know, yeah, like when a cartoon character takes their first sip of alcohol or something. And then it was... He's just like, well, it looked like it was just Coca-Cola. Yeah, right. And then just like... Ah, and then... Mm. <laughs> mm. it It was like he was in a commercial for plain cocktails. And they're like, give us some options. <laughs> and... So he finishes the drink, and I don't really hear from him, and I put in headphones, and maybe, like, an hour later, and we have not talked. Me and this man have not talked. He tugs on my shirt, and it's, like, gotta be fucking big if you're, like, getting someone out of headphones. He tugs on my shirt, and he's like, hey, you, uh, see that couple sitting two seats up? And I kind of look, and you can kind of see two heads that are kind of, like, close, and then he's like, Should we illustrate that again? Yeah, yeah, like this. Like this. <laughs> that was a great photo op, by the way. The fact yeah. that we weren't blinded by flashbulbs during that Kodak moment. He's like, hey, see that couple up there? And I go, yeah. And he's like, Yeah, they were kissing on the plane. It's cool though. <laughs> Here's my theory. <laughs> Here's my theory. It's cool to be. It is cool. To it's cool dad. to kiss on the plane. It's the last place you'd expect people to kiss. <laughs> this wa- here's my theory. I think it's airtight. This was a child who had made a wish to become big. <laughs> he found a Zoltar machine at the boardwalk. And this was his first time drinking alcohol. Being on a plane and witnessing adult kissing. And he was fucking blown away. Seems like a safe bet. Seems airtight.
1: Hey, Jordan, you know, we're in Portland, Oregon. Aren't we? Probably a lot of confused young people around here. Is anybody here confused just about your direction in life? Yeah. Yeah. Got a few people. People are confused as to what the appropriate way to respond to that yeah. question was, whether you should applaud or raise your hand. Unemployed NASA guy's like, nah, I got this. <laughs> He's like, yeah, I mean, I've been hanging yeah. out of ground control
0: a lot lately. That's going great.
1: <laughs> it's an
0: arcade bar. Yeah. Uh, so, there's some yeah. confused young people. Yeah. You have some advice for them.
1: Um, well, I mean, it'll, in some ways... <sighs> I, I
0: feel like it's sort of
1: pretentious to call yourself a
0: guru. Um, I don't think so. Go ahead.
1: But, you know, there's a lot of confusion among young people. A lot of I people tend to... I think millennials especially. I'm a millennial myself. 1981. Um, you know, they're comfortable with social media, texting, um
0: Snapchat,
1: Snapchat, uh, VCR programming, gender, gender being a spectrum and not a binary. Sure,
0: sure. Um, ball torture—we mentioned that. earlier. <laughs> Millennials love ball torture. They know
1: about all that stuff, but like a lot of times, they just need some clear direction in their life, mm-hmm. and um, that's why I like to do from time to time on the show this segment called "Hang It Up and Keep It Up."
0: of sticks you know my
1: neighbor has this huge pile of sticks in his yard what is he planning with this pile of sticks why does he have so many sticks is he prepping some kind of passion of joan of arc type shit hang it up big pile of sticks run off from the power plant what about the people downstream from the power plant and the wildlife. If you ask me, we should put the environment first and the fat cats last. Hang it off. Run, hang it up, off from the power plant. Airplane safety demonstration. It's too long and it's too boring. Here, I'll summarize it for you. If the plane crashes, we're all going to die. Hang it up, airplane safety demonstration. Lobsters. Yeah, right. Like I'm going to play $45 for one of those crawly creepos. <laughs> Hang it up, lobsters.
0: And now it's time for Keep It Up. Keep it up. Portland Trailblazers legend Clyde Drexler. You know what? on the road, it's important
1: to use local references to pander to the crowd. Keep it up, Portland Trailblazers legend Clyde the Glide Drexler. Big Hats. Big Hats shield your head and protect you from both dangerous UVA and UVB rays. Keep it up, Big Hats. Parfaits. I say all desserts should have layers. Just like the crust of this crazy green globe that we call home. <laughs> Keep it up, Parfays. Shoes. If we didn't have shoes, we'd just be like, ooh, ow, oh, ooh, ow, ooh, oh, ow. Keep it up,
0: shoes. It. Thank works. you. Hang it up, Ben. Keep it up. Keep
2: it up.
1: That's a gift to you. Show that to a prospective employer, NASA guy. <laughs> Through that, left-handed. I'm not just, great, I'm not just a guru uh, of you know, life direction. I'm also a guru of throwing crumpled up balls of paper left-handed to NASA guys. <laughs> Shall we introduce our guest? Let's do. You know her as a member of Slater Kenny, as the front woman of her self-titled band, as a legendary Portlander or Portlandite or whatever it is that you people say and will correct me on later. <laughs> Please welcome to the stage the one, the only, the legendary Corin Tucker.
2: <laughs> Thank you, Robin
1: Tucker. Hi, Corinne Tucker, how are you? I'm
2: good, how are you? Oh, I'm,
1: I'm very happy that you agreed to come in our program. Thank you very much. <laughs> a
2: Portlander, Portlandite, what do you prefer? I am a Portlander, yes.
0: Okay. And people spend, people who say it, they're wrong.
2: I would say so, yeah. Okay. I, great. I would say Portland. It's like stalactite
1: and stalagmite. <laughs> one comes from the ground, one comes from the ceiling.
2: <laughs> you don't want to be mistaken for a Seattleite.
1: Ooh. Ooh. Fuck Seattle, right, guys?
2: So this... No, they're fine. They're fine. Especially they're... whenever
1: their soccer team is named, because you guys have a soccer team you like. <laughs>
0: Here's what confuses me about the Portland... week. Well, <laughs> Here's what confuses me about the Portland-Seattle rivalry. Maybe you can clear things up. Okay. Portland and Seattle hate each other, yep. right?
2: No, we don't hate each other. Am we I... just like to... We're like brothers and sisters. Okay. That we just like to rib each other a little bit.
1: Mm. I would say maybe you're like identical twins that like to rip <laughs> yeah. each other
0: a little bit. How can you have a rivalry between the same place?
2: <laughs> it's like if we Tucson had a rivalry
0: with Tucson. <laughs> we are
2: incredibly different.
0: What are, the, what are the key differences that maybe we're missing?
2: Well, in Portland, you can, you know, you roll up, you just get out of bed, you can go out and do your day as it's.
1: And That's in Seattle, an you have to go to a job.
2: <laughs> you have to wear, like, a shirt and a tie. And... So they're
0: more buttoned up, and Portland's yes. more devil may care. Yeah. Okay. You guys, are, is, that, is that acceptable to you guys? Like, it's
1: only okay to wear fleece to 70% of Seattle weddings.
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> and 65% of Seattle funerals. <laughs>
0: Uh, Corey, here's something that I, f- I found interesting While we were chatting backstage uh, I would not have guessed this about you But you're a Zumba enthusiast
2: I am, yes
0: Or Zumba? Uh, Zumba. Zumb- Zumba Zumba, Zumba. Yeah. How do you feel about Zumba? <laughs>
2: <laughs> I would try a Zumba as well
0: Okay, cool Yeah. Talk to me after the show
2: <laughs>
0: <laughs> Seems like some sandwich That would have pork cracklins on it or something yeah, well, a I would, you know, There's a sandwich with pork cracklins on it? I'll take two, please Yeah <laughs> Uh, what, wh- how, did you, how did you get into the world of Zumba?
2: Well, I, I uh, am a member of the Northeast Community Center, just right over here in the, yes, Hollywood neighborhood. And um, I partake of some of their fitness activities. And uh, Zumba just popped up on the uh, schedule. I said, I think I'm going to give that a try. What's your,
1: now, Corin, what's your typical fitness activity? What are we talking about, yoga, Pilates? <sighs> Really? I know you care a lot about strengthening your core. Yes. <laughs> you
0: just flip a big tire down the
2: street, right? right? Yes, I do. That's I the roll, hot new thing. I roll in it when I'm taking my kids to school. No, I. Um... <laughs> you roll your kids in a <laughs> tire. They love it. What?
0: And you chase it down the street with yes. a stick, like a that's b- right Bronx child from the twenties. <laughs>
2: <laughs> I. Partlet, part of the Portland way is to count all of those things as fitness activities, mm-hmm. right? It's called having an
1: active lifestyle.
2: That's right. So you, you 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 know you do everything in your day, and I count it. You know, like running, getting the kids there on time—that counts.
1: So but are yeah. you keeping when you say you're counting them? You mean like one, two, three, four, five? <laughs> Have You five? I've done five actives today.
0: That's it. Yeah. Yeah, that's cool. Yeah. Uh, I was a, I. I've added something new to my uh, exercise regimen. Uh, and by added something new, I mean I did an exercise thing. <laughs> <laughs> or as normally I do not. Um, well, compulsive masturbation. Sure, sure yeah. yeah. Right. That helps my core. It does. <laughs> as long as I grit my teeth. Sorry, people who came for throwing shade. Activate your jaw. Uh, um I was I, I was going to a a, uh, a like a community pool in uh, West Hollywood where I live, and the main kind of person that lives in West Hollywood, uh, I would call a a beautiful jacked gay guy. Yeah. <laughs> like I feel like I can't even go to West Hollywood because it ignites such powerful body shame in me. <laughs> I think I would like describe everyone's physique as trying to replace Hugh Jackman as Wolverine. <laughs> that's, everyone is going for that. Uh, and it's amazing. It's totally amazing. And I'm, so that's the main kind of guy who is swimming laps at this pool. And I thought I was like a, you know, a reasonably fast swimmer. And you know kind of how swim lanes are set up. There's, you know It goes from fast to slow. So I started out in medium and was just getting so obliterated by these guys, I had to keep moving over to slower and slower lanes until I was swimming in the therapy lane. Which was was me and some elderly Russian women who had recently had hip surgeries.
1: It's Jordan Jesse Go. I'm Jesse Thorne, America's radio sweetheart. Jordan Morris, Boyd Detective. Hey, sponsors
0: on this week's program, Jordan. It's Warby Parker. Jordan Jesse Go is supported in part by Warby Parker, a new concept in eyewear. Fashion Forward prescription glasses start at $95, including prescription lenses. They make buying glasses online easy and risk-free with the Home Try-On program. You can try five pairs of frames to be shipped directly to your home. Try them on, select your favorites, and send them back for free with no obligation to purchase. I'd go to warbyparker.com slash jjgo to get your five free Home Try-On frames and free three-day shipping. warbyparker.com slash jjgo. Let's get back to the show.
1: Uh,
0: now I, uh, I think people are probably wondering, yeah, why we have a copy of uh, the hit movie Mortal Kombat on Blu-ray up here. Oh! I mean, don't move, It's a terrible movie. Don't woo mortal... People are shaking their heads.
1: Why would people be wondering that? Like, of course we have a copy of the Blu-ray of Mortal Kombat the movie. Maybe our... What other movie would we have a copy of on Blu-ray on stage at
0: our podcast taping? Uh, We have this Blu-ray. Double Dragon the movie is the answer. Double Dragon the movie, yeah. So you can see Mortal Kombat as the filmmaker intended. (laughs) In its proper aspect ratio. Uh, We have a game we like to play. It's called the Mispronunciation Contest. Uh, Thank you, thank you. Uh, the three of us will be judging uh, two, uh, two audience members who think they can mispronounce words in a funny way. Uh, does anyone want a chance to win Mortal Kombat on Blu-ray? Uh,
1: this person in a red shirt right here in the center here.
0: Give him a hand, give him a hand. This large-haired person. Yeah, yeah.
1: That looks like a dude.
0: Uh, anybody else? Anybody else want to uh, give um. this a shot? How about this person all the, almost a all fan the way of the back? Two-thirds of the way
1: back. Kano. The white person back there.
0: <laughs> Is it? anyone a fan, a fan of Kano? Portland. Yeah, you. Come on up. Come on Give up. Give her a hand. Give her a hand, everybody.
1: By all means, retain your dignity while walking quietly up to the stage, ma'am. <laughs> She's... Just... She, that was like, it was like as though I had just called from the back of the room on Grace Kelly.
0: <laughs> I thought it was a very uh, statuesque saunter you have,
1: madam. You have quite the saunter. Okay, ma'am, what's, what's your name? Swanlike. Hold, hold that microphone all the way up to your mouth.
2: My name's Raja.
1: Raja, a pleasure. Welcome to this program. Um, and
0: uh, sir, what's your name? Scott. Scott. Well, uh, welcome to the stage, Scott and Raja, everyone. So the, way, you play the game, uh, way we play the game is we're going to uh, read you a word or phrase, and you'll have to mispronounce it in the funniest way possible. Uh, Jesse Korn and I will be the judges. Uh, the person with the most, the most funny mispronunciations at the end will ran, win Mortal Kombat on Blu-ray.
1: Have either, of you, have either of the two of you seen the film Mortal Kombat?
0: I indeed have, yes. Yeah, I'm not that surprised, Scott. <laughs> it's not, a, not real mind-blowing. Have yes. you, Raj?
1: Okay. Have you ever seen Double Dragon the movie? I have not.
0: Did you ever see uh,
1: when that girl Mary from a high school in uh, Introduction to Arts class did a monologue from Double Dragon the movie? <laughs> remember how she was super into that TV show? <laughs> remember how she was super into that TV show that was like professional wrestling but for karate? But no. <laughs> and then remember how that one time in literature class, she read a full-on fuck poem about the ice skater Elvis Stoiko. <laughs> like a full-on like descriptions of hard dicks. <laughs> in verse. And it was like, Mary Frejo, like, let's dial it back, Mary Frejo. <laughs> Roger, this, this is, is a lady. trick question.
0: You are not supposed to remember any of yeah. this. Uh... I guess she didn't go to my high school. We solved that problem. Yeah. Uh, our first word in the mispronunciation game, or pronunciation game, I guess we can also call it.
1: I think we are to make Corin the announcer. Oh, okay, great. So why don't you... Cor, are you prepared to be the announcer in the
2: mispronunciation game? Yeah, do you want me to say the correct pronunciation? So
1: this is how it's, it's going to work. Uh, we are going to show the word on the board. Corin is going to say it out loud. Then you will hear this sound. Brian, do you have the sound? As soon as that ding is heard... Each of you, in turn, will have to mispronounce the word. No bullshit, okay? That's like my one top rule is no bullshit. Like, you can't just say, like, a different thing. You're going to lose if you just say a different thing. You have to mispronounce the thing we give you. Don't just fuck around. If either of you guys fuck around, you're going to be in deep shit with me. Oh, no. I'm dead serious <laughs> great, about this. Great.
2: What is Raja's
0: fucking problem? I think it's that she hasn't seen Mortal Kombat. Yeah. Dude, if Raja
1: had seen Mortal Kombat, she would be so fucking chill right now. Oh, yeah.
0: She'd be fucking
1: kicking back with a spliff. (laughs) Getting blazed. Amsterdam uh... style. Fucking dudes up on the street. Violent street crime. First word. Okay, in the your first game. word in the pronunciation contest, Corin Tucker.
2: Rolling suitcase.
1: Rolling sweet casse. <laughs> Raja?
2: Rollings zut Ooh. I gotta
1: say, Wow considering how full of shit she was seven <laughs> seconds ago.
0: <laughs> yeah. Ah. Uh, that was a surprisingly strong entry. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Corinne, do you have a feeling about either one?
2: I've I got to give it to Raja on that one. Yeah, me okay. too.
1: Raja,
0: congratulations. <laughs>
1: Raja, you're going to go first on this next word, so I hope you're ready. Okay. Our next word, Corin Tucker of Slater-Kinney is...
2: Clam's Casino. Clam's Casino?
1: Clam's? Casino.
2: <laughs> that?
1: Those both suck. appropriation, sucks. sir. So first of all, Raja, after she came strong in the first round, yeah. she fucked around for like five seconds trying to play it off like she wasn't completely unprepared for the second round. Then came with some B-minus bullshit, mm-hmm. Okay. Like not the worst I've ever seen, but not far off. I'm talking about select Europe dates, C-minus type. So immediately, this is just sort of my analysis. I'm, sure, please. Chris Collinsworthing this shit. So immediately, Scott's in the driver's seat, right? What is what does Scott do? He shits his pants. Yeah. This was yours to lose. He Scott. just copies this was yours hers, to lose. but worse. Yeah.
2: <laughs>
1: That's true. I, I mean,
2: Corin- I, l- I like the 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 no at the end. It made me laugh.
0: <laughs> okay, point okay, for Scott. Point for
1: Scott. <laughs> point for Scott.
0: But the kind of the kind of bad on bad action I think we saw really like really mirrors the Mortal Kombat franchise. I mean, <laughs> we have Mortal Kombat bad, and then boom, we go to Mortal Kombat Annihilation. <laughs> That's about right. Remember in Mortal Kombat, the thing
1: was like a guy would kill another guy really bad. Oh yeah, I can do video game references too, my friends. <laughs> okay, uh, Corin Tucker, our next word in the mispronunciation game.
2: <laughs> Oral Hershiser. Odin.
0: God damn it! Don't. You have to wait for the dig! There's <laughs> two. There's the two
1: rules in the game, Scott. I apologize, sir.
2: I'm ashamed. He's so angry. This is
1: what happened to Scott when he was doing his hair to go out tonight. He went like this on the right hand, uh, the right, the left hand side. I can't see you because you're framed by the light, but he, he went, picking it out, picking it out. And then he's like, Oh, gotta go. Is a premature ejaculation issue. Sure.
0: (laughs) It's a marathon, not a sprint, Scott. Yeah. Uh, Raja. Now you may go. Yeah. Me? Oh. Scott, uh, take it again. I'll have to
1: take a different approach this time. Uh, Oriel Hershiser. (laughs) That's solid work. That's fine.
2: Oriel Hershiser.
1: (laughs) See, now those were both creditable performances. Those were both very good. You know, you what you never want you do what you don't want to see is a sloppy fight. You know, you want to see both fighters hitting hard, bobbing and weaving, ducking punches. You know, you want to see a nice clean nobody's taking a dive.
0: I liked I liked Raja's trail off at the end. I thought that was very strong. I don't want to see you just fall back on that one move for the rest of the game. That right. my my worry would be reinforcing that and then that's your one move. And then you'll never get a job You did it Branch
2: out It was strong I
0: liked it a lot
1: uh, Corin Who's your pick on this one? I
2: agree I would go with Raja
1: You go with Raja? Yeah What's the score now? Does anyone remember? Uh, Kinda (laughs) Uh,
0: 2 to 1 I think it's 2 to 1 Raja 2
1: to 1 Raja Okay Your next word Corin Tucker of Slater-Kinney
2: Bell's palsy
1: Beal's palsy Raja?
2: Biles palsy. Biles is... She just got
0: booed. Whoa. Ah. Dudes over here are ice cold. Like she was a dirty Seattleite.
1: (laughs) Dude, there's people over here who think this is showtime at the Apollo right now. This is amateur night. They're calling for the Sandman.
0: (laughs) A woman was doing a showtime at the Apollo wave. (laughs) What's up? All right. If someone wants to dance up and down the aisles on the next one, I would fucking love that.
1: If anybody wants to get me a couple of extra buttons for my suit, I'd be
0: down for that, too.
1: (laughs) (laughs) And some gleaming-ass crowns for my I mean, that
0: one was Scott, right? Scott? Yeah, that was Scott.
1: Corn, Tucker of Slater-Kinney, our next word.
2: Bebop and rock steady.
0: Babop in Roke Stadium. <laughs> not bad.
1: It's He's not on a roll. People are starting to appreciate the finer points. Yeah.
2: Babop in Roke Stadium. I feel like Raja works at one of the hotels that I've stayed at in Europe. <laughs> I feel like I've been checked in at three in the morning with that exact accent <laughs> like a hundred times. You now
1: I have a credit card for incidentals. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome, we have warm cookies over here. <laughs> Waffle you like... bar. Waffle bar. <laughs> Would you like some cucumber water?
0: It's not racist. Here's why this isn't racist. It's because we don't know where it's from. Yeah.
1: You can't be racist against a fantasy world. It's like trying to be racist against Pegasus unicorns which are inferior to both unicorns and pegasuses yeah. they got one too many things
0: um yeah, <laughs> there's a good one Oh uh, thoughts on that one uh, both really really strong
1: yeah I both I thought those were both, I think we I think we call yeah. it tied up I don't care
0: yeah people love everyone's us. saying Raja but <laughs> <laughs> so we got 3-3 three, 3-3 three.
1: Three, three. that Jesse
0: Maybe that's uh, it. okay.
1: Our next word, Corn Tucker of Slater Kinney.
2: It's a It's A quiescently Sh- frozen Sh- confection.
1: It's a cadouzy. Yeah, that's pretty solid.
2: It's a cadouzy.
1: <laughs> that was like a fucking dope popsicle mouse. <laughs> yeah. Yeah,
0: points to Popsicle Mouse. I'm calling it, right? Did we all love yeah, that? Yeah,
1: Popsicle Mouse is pretty solid. Yeah, I got Let's no go. complaints about Popsicle Mouse. Um, our next word, Corn Tucker. Gunt. Gunt. Güntha. See, now I feel like she's falling back on old tricks again.
0: I am. Scott is constantly innovating.
1: Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, you guys know you guys know
0: about design thinking. So is it tied up? I yeah, not. it's a shirt. Yeah. You know, it's the la- okay. last one. This makes it more dramatic. Even if it's not what's happening. <laughs> Go on this. Corin Tucker, the- Corin
1: Tucker band, one. and Slater Kenny, Portland legend, the governor of Portland, Oregon. <laughs> The the editor of Willemette. <laughs> <laughs> so, Kevin Duckworth, <laughs> center for the Portland Trailblazers in the early 1990s and late 1980s. What is the final word in our pronouncing contest?
2: Benedict Cumberbatch. Benedict. Thank you. Bonodict Kumberbatch. I know. Whoa! Wow. Fucking
0: ruthless! Wow. Fucking ruthless! Somebody in the back just went, Oh, come on! <laughs> this isn't even a real
1: contest, <laughs> ma'am competing for a Blu-ray of a horrible movie <laughs> that we found backstage.
0: This is literally trash. <laughs> we are giving them trash. Someone probably tried to put
1: this in the garbage can, <laughs> and the garbage can put it out of the garbage
0: can. To be fair, Jesse, I think it's some of Christopher Lambert's best work. <laughs> Played Raiden.
1: Lord Raiden has rescued them, but he cannot fight for them. They, a martial artist, an action film star, a soldier, are the chosen three. And while the world's fate rests on their shoulders, the rest of us can enjoy the thrills as they compete to save us all in the body-slamming, mystical-tinged, full-tilt spectacle of creatures and conflict that is Mortal Kombat. Cheer these intrepid three combatants. They're fighting for you. <laughs> Congratulations, Scott. You're the champion. <laughs> Scott and Raja, ladies and gentlemen. This this so hey, give hand, now, I'm not trying to be rude, but hey, pretty girl, I'm feeling you. The way you do the things you do reminds me of my next school. That's why I'm all up in your grill, trying to get
2: you to a hotel.